Welcome to Two Cents FC. I'm your host, Amobia Kugo, back again with my guy, L. Each week, we'll be talking with individuals from around the soccer world, learning about their stories and getting their unfiltered thoughts and opinions. This week is just us. We got a lot to catch up on. We'll be talking about the MLS All-Star lineup that just dropped, uh, recapping the Gold Cup, and Messi leaving Barcelona. Who would have thought? Uh, L, how you doing this week? What's going on? Man, I'm chilling. Uh, it's been a busy week, but... You know, happy to be here. Happy to get this, get these opinions off. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. Uh, how's it going? Like back to school, everything uh, gearing up with the kids and all that. Yeah, man, all the kids are back to school. Um, my youngest daughter just started started first grade, so she was super excited about that. What a blessing! Uh, my little guy, my one year old, started uh, daycare for the first time, so that's been a huge adjustment. <laughs> you know, he was born during you know, lockdown. So yeah. you don't know nothing but us. So <laughs> trying to socialize him has been like crazy. Yeah. But you know, he'll get over it. He'll get through it. You know, he's kicking and screaming every time we drop him off. But yeah. Eventually I think he'll he'll settle in. No, that's what it's all about. Uh real quick, I know we got our topics that we're gonna discuss, but obviously mm-hmm. Atlanta made some news. You've been on the front lines on Twitter talking about different things. In a perfect world, who who'd you guys go with as a coach? <sighs> Um, obviously what we've been doing hasn't been working. <laughs> yeah. I'm in favor of trying an MLS coach or a coach who has experience with the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, uh, I, I can't think of his name right now. Um, homie from, uh, Seattle. Oh, yeah. Pineda. Yep. Yeah. Pineda. I think he could be a potential good look. Um, although it would be his first job. Um, but I'm hearing like similar to like Mikel Arteta, he's kind of like, not really the mastermind, but he's like the the engine. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's you know, on how Seattle. How Seattle's running right now. So yeah. and I, I like how Seattle plays. So um I would be open to that. I'll be cool with that. Like really this this season is a wash anyway. Next season will probably be a wash as well. Um like we really just need to like get this ship together and <laughs> get our shit together. <laughs> yeah, no, like, you know I mean, like from from front office all the way down. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, we're bringing in players with no coach, and like it's just a shit show, to be honest. But I like the way we've been playing though since um since we fired uh Heinze. Like, seem like the boys been playing with heart. They've been you know yeah. fighting into games. Like we haven't won, but like we haven't folded when we going down in games. You know what I'm saying? So even last night's game going down like what was it 2-0 and being able to fight back to a draw even you know going down a man like that game was a shit show yeah. in itself. No, <laughs> you know it. I think the best thing to take from it is that uh Hotsef or Joseph is back to scoring you know mm-hmm. and uh obviously with his injury him coming back and like you know standing up for the group he's really come on as a leader for you know Atlanta and Obviously, that situation with the coaching and, you know, locker room culture and all that stuff. Uh, but for him to get back to scoring, I think that's that's one of the most important things. That, that's what made Atlanta special. So we'll see what they do with the coaching thing. But I would say, you know, Pineda would be a, a smart decision. I think they do need to make a little shakeup in the front office. You know, yeah. earlier this year, we talked about that, that okay, article I'll... that came up. Yeah, you might have to do that just to get something new. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, it also, I think, word on like Atlanta United Twitter, like it's always kind of split with Joseph himself being kind of a, a coach killer to a degree. Um, 
<laughs> so I don't know what's happening there, but you know, could he possibly be scaring off coaches? Like just with the way that his relationship has been with hindsight. And then I think DeBoer as well, you know, like in choosing a player over a coach and kind of him having too much power within the organization, um, I think can be a red flag for some new coaches coming in. No, nah, that's true. And a lot of coaches have already declined, you know, the Atlanta job for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and that makes sense. Like no player is bigger than the club unless you're messy. And we're going to get into that later. But yeah, Joseph, you know, he's like that, but he's not like that when it comes to, <laughs> all right, uh, you know, we're going to pick the coach over a player, you know, so it'll be interesting to see. He's the king of Atlanta, man. Like he, <laughs> he has the heart of the fans. So yeah, where the fans go. Or where Joseph goes, the fans go. You feel me? So yeah, and we we've seen that with this last situation. Yeah, that's true. And like for any players, you know, if you win the heart of the fans, you know, you get a lot of leeway. So any players that are listening, make sure you figure out ways to become a fan favorite. Obviously, your play on the field is the first and foremost way to do that. But then, like what you do with the community as well. So um, it's hard when you know the fans love you and like. And it's like a neck and neck race about, are we going to keep this guy or get rid of this guy? It's always tends to be the fan favorite that stays. So yeah, just note of advice when it comes to how to play, how to politic in the game of soccer. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and you would know better than anyone. <laughs> yeah. Low key, low key. Yeah. Right, so let's go ahead and jump into these topics. Um, MLS all-star squads dropped uh, recently. So as if you don't know, MLS All-Stars will be playing the Liga MX All-Star. So this could be the beginning of a much talked about merger, if you want to talk about that. So beginning to integrate the leagues and getting, you know, the fan bases used to dealing with each other. I think this is a, a pretty dope kickoff for that. I'm actually excited to see, um excited to see the game and see how our all-stars hold up against theirs. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be really interesting, and I, I really – I know they're trying to integrate the league. I just don't know how that's going to happen because there's so many teams. So mm -hmm. there would have to be a situation where it's like, all right, top 10 from so-and-so league versus top 10 versus so-and-so league. But then they would have to open up um, the league again in terms of West versus East and just have it open like you play each team a certain amount of times. Or I'm not, I'm not sure how they're going to figure that out. You know, That's a huge map. Yeah, <laughs> between North America and Mexico. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see. You know, you know they're gonna find a way to finesse it. So yeah, that's one to watch for real. But let's jump into these rosters. Let's look at the um the MLS All Star rosters first. Okay. I'm not. I'll be the first to tell you that I don't watch a lot of Liga MX, so I don't know who the players are on that side. But we'll go through that as well. Yeah. Um, but first, off, let's look at these. Uh, these forwards and wingers. So we got Gustavo Bo. Yeah, he's been probably one of the, one of the top players for New England, who's you know leading the East. So um, makes makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. They got the young boy Tejon Buchanan. He's been yeah. killing it. Yeah, he's a young killer. Rumored to be leaving pretty soon, so this could be a send off game, similar to how Davies was the All Star before he left to Byron. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be leaving on big money like very very soon. Yeah, for sure. You got K. Cal from uh, San Jose, so you got a lot of young boys up front. Yeah, made this so, team this, year. this was a commissioner's pick, so obviously want to highlight their homegrown initiative. Uh, he has been playing well. I'm not sure at the all star level considering where San Jose is placed, but 
young international, has a lot of talent. He's going to be a future star of the league. If he stays in the league that long, that's how much talent he has. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, you got to have Chicharito. Yeah. Um, I mean, vote in, voted in or not, he was going to be a pick because uh, he's been killing it this season. Great for the league. They're playing league at max. It only makes sense. Yeah. That's a, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. At Nani. Yeah. He's been oh, killing yeah. it. Yeah, he's been yeah, killing he's been, it. He's been getting off, though. We got Ricardo Pepe, coach's pick. Yeah, coach's pick by way of uh, a couple phone calls from MLS. <laughs> <laughs> they made sure, hey, hey, use one of your coach's pick on, on this young boy. But to be honest, like in terms of his strike to minutes played ratio, uh, it's probably top of the league. Great young player. Uh, has a lot of potential. Has been getting looks, looks from overseas. Uh, Dallas just realized that they do better when him when he's playing. So hopefully they, they keep doing that. I don't I don't know why they wouldn't play him. Um, so hopefully we can see him on the national stage. Okay, here we got Diego Rossi. Um, no brainer there. Yeah, no brainer. Along with uh, Raúl Rui Diaz, that man has been a thorn in my side. <laughs> every every time we play Atlanta, he's saucing us up. So definitely a fan of his game for real. Yeah, he's a killer. He does, he doesn't. Have him in there. Yeah, he he's he he's a killer. He knows how to score goals wherever, however, whenever. All right, we got Daniel Saloy. I'm not forgive. Yeah, Saloy. Yeah. Yeah. So another coach's pick here. Um, from Sporting KC. What do you know about him? Yeah, young player. Uh, he's 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 good. Uh, last year he had I, I don't want to say a down year, but he wasn't as productive from a. Uh, stats standpoint but if you look at you know the little bio like you know he's played uh over 150 games already has about 30 goals uh double di- double digit goal double digit assist um he knows how to take 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 his chances and like it's funny because bob bradley's the coach and they just smacked him 4-1 last game and he had a goal and i think he had created a couple other chances as well so um another young player in the league that's you know well not so young 25 but uh, he's doing he's doing really well, MVP candidate. We'll see how it goes. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what they're saying. He's leading the, in terms of like combo goals and assists. He's leading the league. Okay, and then we got the obvious Carlos Vela. Yeah, so, those him and Chicharito are the face of this All Star game. So it's gotta have. It was always gonna be yeah. Facts. Let's jump into the midfield. We got Edward Atuesta um, yeah. from LAFC. He's one of my favorite midfielders in the league. Uh, coach's pick, you know, Bob Bradley rates him highly. Uh, obviously plays for LAFC, but, you know, bias, non-bias aside, he's probably top three, top four midfielders in the league right now. Dope. In terms of D-mids, yeah. Got Carlos Gill. Um, man, uh, New England is heavy. Yeah, New England <laughs> heavy is heavy. Team. They, they're balling out this year, though, so yeah. it's, only, it's only right. No, nah, yeah, Carlos. so Carlos Gill, I mean, damn, he got 15 assists on the season already. That's more than double any other player. Yeah, he's a big reason why they're doing so well right now, and uh, it's, it's only right that he gets um, voted in as an all-star. Yep. Next up, we got Demir Krylak. Um, surprised to see a Real Salt Lake player. Like, they've been quiet this season. Yeah. They've been quiet, but Krylak has not been quiet. He's been their best player since he's come on board for, like, two, three years now. And he's an LAFC killer. So I think Bradley wants to just meet him in person and like maybe probably try to recruit him over or figure out a way like, yo, why are you guys, 
why did why do you specifically keep killing us whenever you guys play? <laughs> yeah, let's see. We got Jao Paulo. Yeah. Um, Seattle Sounders. Yeah, another top four midfielder, D-man in the league. Uh, obviously, when Alonzo left, you know, they've always been looking for that, like, replacement. Roldan has been doing the job, but, you know, Jao Paulo has come in and in that D-mid spot and, like, just he's been a killer. Been a great, been a great signing for them. The quiet is kept. Um, it's saying in about in the bio they just finished his uh, his loan with the option to buy. We're starting to see a lot of Brazilians come into the league. Yeah, like over these past couple of windows, you know, uh, with Brenner, um, Atlanta's linked to one. We also have uh, it's my guy Rosetto um, on the squad as well. So that that may be the next uh, Argentina when it comes. Yeah, to, the next pipeline. The next country, yeah, the next pipeline that we're rating. All right, next up on the list, they got Emmanuel Reynoso, another coach's pick. Yeah, so I haven't seen, I haven't been watching a lot of Minnesota, but um, apparently he's their star player. So um, I'm not sure. Minnesota, they're like up and down in the standings, but apparently Bob Bradley rates him highly as one of the top players of this of the season. Oh, for sure, Christian Rodon, baller in the league. Yep, got another yeah. baller here, uh, Lucas Delarion. Yeah, he probably, I mean, he probably one of the coldest number 10s in the league at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on them free kicks. Yeah. Him and Carlos um, Gill are the top two right now in terms of attacking mids. Yeah, I've had a chance to see Lucas up close um, when I went up to Columbus. Dude was a baller for real. Him and Tejon, I went up for the... Oh, uh, uh, the New England? Uh, when they played yeah, New, New England, England, right? Game. Yep. Yeah. Well, so look, you go to the Tucson's FC... Um, Instagram page. Check out our uh, our uh, what we call them things. No highlights. Our, our reels. Check out our no. reels. Yeah, we got a reel of Tejon Buchanan um, shushing the crowd after a goal. So check that out. All right, uh, defenders. They got Julian Araujo, another coach's pick from LA Galaxy. Yeah, young player, uh, young young talented right back, uh, dual international. So. Um, yeah, it'll be good to see how he uh, performs at this big stage. All right. We got Jesus David Murillo, um, another coach's pick from LAFC. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I don't think he's an all-star in my opinion, but, you know, uh, I'm not the coach. So he's been doing well, but mm, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, his coach picked him. So. Yeah. A little nepotism there, but – yeah. Uh, you got Nuhu, um, Seattle Sanders. Yeah, uh, the people's favorite up in Seattle, but he's he's done well. Seattle do right by Nuhu and give him a new contract or let him go overseas. It's more than deserving at this point in time. Uh, yeah, now he's like cemented himself as a solid defender across the board. Um, he's he's been a tremendous key cog to why they're you know excelling right now. Yeah, for sure. Then we got my guy, Miles yeah. Robinson. I don't know why he's a coach's pick. He should have been voted in, like, yeah. baller. And, you know, if he hasn't cemented himself with his Gold Cup, um, his Gold Cup uh, performance, which we'll talk about next, then you're just, you just a hater. Yeah, <laughs> you're just hating or you're not watching. For sure. Uh, Alex Rodon. Yeah, key key player to as to why um, you know Seattle's doing well. He's playing like at the right wing back, right back's position. Gets up and down the line, puts in great crosses, 
And I think it's great to see him and his brother both make it. I think it's the first time that's ever happened. And um, it's funny because he's like, a, he, he, I mean, he made a smart decision. He, he went to go play for El Salvador. He's like, yo, let me become an international. I'm not trying to wait around for a U.S. Yeah, it'll be cool. I'll maybe get a cap or two, but all them right backs that I got to compete with, let me yeah. get a, let me get my 50 plus 100 caps with El Salvador and maybe try to make something happen in one of these qualifyings or something like that. Yeah, way, to, way to look out for your career. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got James Sands. So this is another guy that cut his teeth um, during the Gold Cup as well from New York City SC. Yeah, young baller. So I had the chance to like train with him when he was younger back at, when he was at residency. And I like from the moment I got to train with him, I was like, yeah, this guy, this guy's, this guy's different. You could just tell a good head on the shoulders wants to, it doesn't shy away from the work, doesn't shy away from the big moment um, and the, his ability to play both positions. I can see why now, uh, obviously NYCFC made some other key moves, um, but I can see why they were, you know, willing to get rid of Brad ring or I don't even, no, sorry. Wasn't it Alex ring or Brad ring from Austin? Alex. Yeah. Alex ring. Uh, Cause Sands can do the job and he's only going to continue to grow. So I'm not sure how much longer he's going to be in the league, but, and as long as he is, like, definitely appreciate him. He's, he's a great player. Yeah, for sure. We'll put him on our list, uh, our Gold Cup list, for whose stock went up. Oh, definitely. We'll speak on that in a minute. Um, next up, we got Kai Wagner, uh, Philadelphia Union, another coach's pick. Yeah, he's been uh, probably one of the better left backs. Uh would say my guy, Ryan Hollingshead, at, should, should have got a nod as well, but Kai Wagner – uh, his consistency over the last three years since he's joined the league and joined Philly has been tremendous. Uh, gets stuck in, uh, you know, does the job. He's, he's just a solid, solid player all around. Cool. And we got Yemar. Yemar. Yeah, he's been he's been a, he's been a beast this year. Him and Nuhu have led you know Seattle to you know a great start and um, yeah he, he he he's 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 solid. All right. Then we got the uh, Walker Zimmerman um, last up for the defenders. Yeah, I mean, Nashville, they don't give up a lot of goals, and Walker Zimmerman is a big piece of that. Uh, tough to beat, great in the air. Uh, he's like the, how can I say, like the token American boy that they want to market as well. So uh, it just all helps. And, uh, you know, great player, great guy, great spokesperson for the league. Yeah, hopefully he's healed up. I mean, he had to leave the uh, Gold Cup, so. Yeah, he's going to heal up. He wants that all-star bonus, you know. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the goalkeepers. We got Pedro Gaese. Voted yeah. in. I mean, he makes some great saves. He's he's done a great job this year. Um, I would have picked uh, probably Brad Stuver, uh, even though Austin's like second to last place. Uh, mm-hmm. Like if you watch Austin's games, uh, they could be in a lot worse position it had not, had it not been for him. Um, other than that, yeah, I, I think it's a fair pick though. He's he's done well. Yeah, Pedro is one of those goalkeepers that, even though he plays for Orlando, like he's one of the ones that like, I wish we had on the roster. Yeah, you know, you was you was talking mess about y'all y'all's goalkeeping situation the other day. What, what's up with that? I mean, I think it's time for Brad to move on. You feel yeah. me? Like. Alex Ken has held us down in Brad's absence since the beginning of the team, since the inception of the team. 
Yeah, he's been solid since the jump. Like, yeah, he was a starting goalkeeper before Brad came in, and you know he held us down these past couple games while Brad was away at Gold Cup, and I think we should have stuck with the hot hand because I think Brad looked a little rusty. Um, He gets stuck on his heels a lot, Mm -hmm. and that's something like he's he's a liability when it comes (laughs) to that sometimes. So, I think we need to go with the more use. I know Can is he's a little older too, but he's he's the more youthful of the two. Yeah. I think Ken's really like, what's he, how old is he? Like 28? He's like late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, he's good. Goalies, you know, he's prime years right now as a goalie. Yeah. But Brad is like damn near yeah. my age. So <laughs> I think I think it's time to move on. Like, yeah. you know, like Atlanta, you know, they're known for going with, going for the big names. Um, so I think it's time for us to slide on out of that yeah. one. Yeah. And I just think it's like you don't really have to pay a lot for a goalie in MLS. Yeah. You do yeah. not have to pay as much as you're paying, Brad. I'm not trying to count anyone's pockets, but in terms of if I'm building a team, this is GM Amobi talking. I'm not spending that much money on a goalie. No, no, like there's no way, especially the amount of goalies that Americans produce at a high level. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of talent, like this next dude, Matt Turner. Right, great podcasting right there. <laughs> great segue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Matt Turner, young baller. He's uh, just a great shot stopper. I think a lot of times when you see goalies, at the end of the day, it's all about how you can stop shots. And he does a great job of that. And he also commands his box, gets off his line. And he's been the best goalie, you know, probably since he's, you know, it's like locked down that starting spot over in New England. So I'm excited to see, you know, him kind of get this recognition that he deserves. Uh, Gold Cup was there for him. He got Golden Glove at that tournament. So Hopefully he can continue. And I know there's talks of him going to Europe possibly. So, I mean, we'll see. He's 27 too. So it's the, the best time to go as a, as a, as a player. Yeah. I mean, we'll circle back on that when we talk about world cup qualifiers and the, the men's national team squad um, going into that, that segment, but let's uh, jump over to the Liga MX team and see if there's any standouts over here that we can kind of pull out. So for their forwards, uh, we have, Alexis Canelo, Andre Pierre Guignac. I know. Yeah. Him. So he's been a big baller. He's just coming back from the Olympics with France. I mean, they didn't really do so hot, but uh, he's been a key reason why Tigres is like how they are right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, great player. Got Rogelio Funes Mori. I'm familiar with yeah. him as well. Yeah. From so our, um, all our uh, all of our Champions League games against Monterey. <laughs> yeah. So. He's actually uh American. He came up in the uh FC Dallas Academy or he like he did like the Sueño FC Dallas tournament him mm-hmm. and his brother um which is funny cuz his brother plays for Argentina and he plays yeah. he naturalized to play for Mexico obviously in the recent Gold Cup. So uh interesting to say the least but going to be exciting to see him come back and play for Liga MX. Yeah, for sure. We got Santiago Munoz um, and Jonathan Rodriguez to round out the uh, forwards. In the mil- midfield, we have Pedro Aquino, uh, Fernando Goriron. Forgive me. Uh, my Spanish is bad. <laughs> um, Angel Mina, Luis Montes, Guido Pizarro, and Luis Romo. Yeah, you know, so... You stand out to the midfield. I know Luis Montes is a baller. He's been in and out with the national team. Great player. Pizarro is a baller with Tigres. He hasn't hasn't really got that, like, Mexican national team shout, but um, he does the job. If you watch Tigres every now and then, he's the one controlling the midfield. 
Uh, to be honest, I don't really know much of the other players. I know Cruz Azul just recently won the title. So mm-hmm. probably Luis Romo, Romo had a key part in that. Yeah, he says best defensive mid, so he was a, a baller. Um, I'm yeah. sorry, missed a couple. Um, we got Ruben Sambuesa and uh, Diego Valdez to round out the midfielders. Um, for fullbacks, we got Juan Escobar, Jesus Gallardo, Fernando Navarro, and Salvador Reyes. So any standouts here? Uh, Gallardo, I mean, he's a uh, Mexican international. Uh, he does well every time he plays against uh, uh, the U.S. when when he's when he's on. Uh, to be honest, no, no standouts that I know. I know Juan Escobar. I don't, I'm not sure if he was there when we played him this this a couple weeks back when we had a friendly with them with Austin Bold, but um, no standouts that I know of. Okay. Uh, and then for the defenders, we got Pablo Aguiar, Matus Doria, Victor Guzman, and Cesar Montez. No, so pa- Pablo Aguilar, you know, obviously he's recognized as being one of the best defenders. Um, I know he's really popular. Uh, a lot of people were screaming his name when we played him in the friendly. I don't even think he played, though. <laughs> I think he was resting. So, uh, yeah, that's that's all I know. All right, and then oh William William Tassio, they need to uh, yeah. space out these uh, these ads. The he- Heineken ads, man, I gotta get there. <laughs> uh, for goalkeepers, we got uh, Jesus Corona, Nemo Ochoa, and Alfredo Talavera. Yeah, so all Mexican internationals at one point, um, all solid. I know Ochoa, obviously the most popular, most well known, mm-hmm. but uh, both other goalies are going to be. Um, have had solid careers as well. Nice. And then head coach Juan Reynoso, Cruz Azul. Yeah, so they just won the league, so it only makes sense. Yep. For sure. All right, so that should be a fun game. Very um, looking forward to seeing that. When is the game again? Uh, uh, it's like on a, it falls like on a Wednesday or something, right? Super August time. 20... August 25th. Yeah, right? That's on a Wednesday. I don't have my calendar up. Uh, let us, me check. If you got a calendar, you can uh, yep. check Yeah, August that. 25th, Wednesday. That's weird. Um, yeah. Good luck in fans. We'll see how that goes. Right. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into uh, this Go Cup final recap. Um, super, super dope game. Went into extra time. Got an extra time win, uh, cross from uh, our guy um, Kellen Acosta with a header um, from our guy Miles Robinson. So MLS boy standing up, bringing a trophy home. Um, so with that said, whose stock do you think went up from this team based on this tournament? Oh, based on this tournament, I'll go down the list: Kellen Acosta, uh, Miles Robinson, Matt Turner, James Sands. Christian Rodon, um, Shaq Robinson. Um, I want to say some other people, but their stock's already pretty high within the team, so I don't really have to say. Um, and then I guess Jossie, because a lot of people, at least from the media perspective, I think he he turned over a lot of heads from the media perspective, but coaches already always rated him highly. You know, he used to coach him, so he knows what he brings. 
Um, so outside of those those picks, uh, I would say Eric Williamson to a certain extent and Busio to a certain extent, but I think coach would probably need to see more of them. But in terms of like those big moments, like really showed out uh, those first like six, seven people I named for sure. So Kellen Acosta, Miles, James, Matt Turner, Shaq Robinson, Roldan, and uh, yeah, that's 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 my list. Oh, and the young boy, uh, Hop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, don't get me started on him. All right. Um, Are you you're not rating him? Let, let me let me back up to um, Eric and, and Busio real quick. Yeah. So. Um, Eric Williamson, I think he definitely got my attention. Um, I yeah. noticed him like um, playing for Portland, but never really followed his game because I don't follow Portland as closely. But watching this tournament, like I really like his game. He's super silky, reminds me of Nagby a little bit, um, just the way he holds onto the ball. Um, so I really, really enjoy his game. Uh, Busio already pretty hyped uh, with, yeah. with the Venezia um, on the horizon. We'll see. We'll see if that yeah. happens. Um, but I think he, I don't think he stood out as much as other players. Um, yeah. I'll be the, I'll be the first to admit, I'm not familiar with Shaq Moore. So, um, it's good to see him get, get some run. Uh, Miles, definitely. If you, if you weren't familiar with Miles, you're definitely familiar with him now. Um, I think George Bello, when he got in, showed that he could, that he can hang, um, another young boy from Atlanta, um, so I think that helped his stock as well. He's been rumored with a move to Galatasaray, um, which I don't think happens this week. Yeah, I, I don't think that's the team he wants to go to. Yeah, but I think uh, he come, he came back a grown man after this tournament. Yeah, like that, that's that's the that's the type of those are the type of games that he needed to be in to like really build his confidence up because he held his own against against Mexico. You know what I'm saying? They put him against yeah. one of the fastest uh, wingers that they have, and he held it down. So. Um, who else? Uh, definitely um, Sands. Um, I think everybody you mentioned, I'm with. You know, we already kind of knew what Matt Turner brought, but I think he he put himself in contention for the number one spot uh, up against Zach. So that'll be you interesting so, one to huh? see. That'll be interesting one to see. Um, uh, who else? Kellen Acosta balled out. Yeah, like get get that man out of Colorado ASAP. Like <laughs> you can come to Atlanta, bro. Like get get him out of Colorado. That's Colorado. They like they top right they, they top four in the league, right? But it's just you're not really you need you need your star players and star and like star cities, you know. And you know, Kellen. Obviously, we're gonna have to get him. On, I'm gonna have to get him on the podcast for us at some point on the show, rather, um, because yeah. he he has a lot of things that he's doing outside of football that we can definitely touch on. Um, but yeah, you, you need someone like him on like a, a New York and Atlanta and LA, you know, Colorado's just not doing it. Yeah. Kellen tap in, bro. Yeah. Um, well, let's get, let's get to Matt Hoppy. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to tailor this down a little bit. Um, but do rush me the wrong way. Uh, like yeah. just like his attitude, like, like how he like, and all right, so this could be stereotyping. So I'm I'm doing a little bit of like genealogy and a little bit of um what's the word? Uh archaeology, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Um thinking about like where he's from. Yorba Linda, Orange County, his attitude, 
the way he kind of like presents himself on the field. Yeah. The way, especially the way he was acting towards the Mexican players. I could be reading too much, too much into this and be reaching, but he just kind of rubs me the wrong way. And there, like, there was like a little highlight um, on Twitter saying like Matt Hoppy is, you know, next up or whatever, something like that. And it was showing all his blunders. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> so like, I think he's, I think he's, he may be a little overhyped at the moment. Um, you know, he may yeah. start it off hot, but I feel like he's, he's uh, a little too big for his britches at the moment. Um, like you need to settle down. You just got here and nobody knew who you were before yeah. this tournament. So like chill out a little bit, you know? I think it's just because like, he's a young kid. He got a little bit of, you know, a little bit of swag to him now. Cause you know, people are starting to recognize him. So with that, he going, his chest is going to be a little bit more puffed up. But yeah. from the standpoint of like him being like, kind of like that, you know, I don't really give, like, he's like, I don't really give a fuck who you are. I'm going to do like I'm, what I'm trying to do. That's kind of what I like about him. But yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. But it also kind of reeks of privilege to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's one that of, attitude. The, he, he's like one of the little SoCal club boys. Like they get spoiled. Like growing up from California, I could say that because like I used yeah. to play with kids like Hop all the time. Like if you foul them, they're going to cry home and like, ah, it's my ball. I'm, we're done playing. But then when he's like fouling people, he's like going to be talking mess. Like that's kind of the vibe that you get from him. But from the yeah. standpoint of like young player, like, all right, I don't really care. Okay. I can respect that a little bit, but yeah, you do got to watch out uh, from that standpoint as well. Yeah. I mean, fam is fam was a liability on defense. <laughs> that game, like doing more fouling than anything. Um, but back to my original point, like, you know, forgive me for stereotyping, but I hope he's not how I'm, vibe how, how the vibe that he's giving me i hope he's not yeah. that way you know what i'm saying yeah just put it like that because I, I know bb from cali as well i know that type yeah that's you know true and then especially where he's from we know we know about orange county if you're from california <laughs> you know orange county is a yeah. a pocket within the, <laughs> like you know you know you know so yeah. um yeah so that's that's my opinion on him he's he hasn't impressed me um so that's how I feel about about him. But enough about him. Let's talk about World Cup qualifiers. So this MLS heavy team has shown that they can hold it down, you know, in the tournament stage and win trophies, just like our our more international team won the Nations League trophy. Um, so during World Cup qualifiers, um, this gives uh, Berghalter a lot to pick from. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So who from this gold cup team do you think makes the world cup qualifier qualifier squad yeah to be honest like yeah the gold cup win was good i'm not trying to be a debbie downer but qualifying is still like a whole different beast especially if they're going to let fans come to the games like mm-hmm. that away travel on top of season like three days here three that's a that's a grind that like i can't even speak to because i've never been in that situation from like a world cup qualifying standpoint like like, you know, youth World Cups is cool and all, but it's never this, it's not the same. So before I start by, oh, like a movie's hella negative, like, nah, I'm just like putting some context to the situation. But in terms of like who, if I'm Coach Greg and like who I trust in those moments, it's still only going to be a few of those players from Gold Cup 
even no matter how well they did. So Miles Robinson, for sure, I think he can hold his own. He got that dog in him. Kellen Acosta, for sure, he's already been proven. He has experience of being part of the last qualifying that didn't make it, but, you know, he's grown a lot since then. Um, Giassi, um, I, you know, put him in that category. Matt Turner, just because he's a goalie, um, and, you know, he's a steady goalie. Uh, outside of that, I mean, Shaq, I, I mean, there's so many right backs. So, like, while he is proven, like, I think he can hold his own. He's not going to play over Des. He's not going to play over uh, Yedlin. He did, however, like, showcase, like, if Cannon's, like, wishy-washy, we mm-hmm. could bring him in. So, um, outside of that. Cannon gets that slide over, uh, over Shaq. I still think I, I still think off name. I still think off name, and then yeah. depending on how they do, like individually in their clubs. Um, who what else? Does Shaq play? He plays over in like, like in Belgium Spain. or something like that. Spain? I think he's in Spain. Yep. Okay. At least last 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 I heard of him. Uh, Sands uh, as a center back, not in qualifying, just because like he he did make a couple big mistakes that he was able to recover from, but qualifying, I just think like. You won two mistakes in a game, you get punished. So I'd have him on, like, he could be on the roster, but I still don't know if I put him in the game as, like, a, like coming in as a starter or even as a sub, that, unless it's, like, to close out a game. Uh, who else? I mean, obviously, Sebastian and uh, Sebastian's already, like, locked in, so you can trust him. Christian Roldan could come in, play a lot of different roles. Williamson could come in, you know, can do the job, but it's like you got Adams. Yeah, you got Weston, you got Musa, like, but you always do need those like American, or let me not say American because everyone's American, but those MLS guys that can come in and just like grind. And I think Erickson can, Eric Eric Williamson can be one of those guys that may be like, all right, you're going to help us get to the World Cup, but sorry, we're not going to take you to the World Cup. There's always a couple of those guys. Unfortunately, it's a cold uh, game. yeah, it's a cold <laughs> game. It's happened to the best of us, but there's always those guys that like, yo, you're perfect for qualifying. But when we get to the world cup, hopefully knock on wood, uh, we don't got a spot for you. Yeah. If you think about it, um, you would think that the MLS guys who play champions league would be some of the best suited guys for qualifying because mm-hmm. you're playing some of those same countries. Exactly. Um, you know, you're in those environments, you're in, you know, Honduras on a Thursday night, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Enemy territory for real. So they have experience playing in those environments um, that I think the European guys, who, the guys who are based in Europe don't necessarily have and don't necessarily get on a regular season basis outside of, you know, national team play. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're, they're perfect for qualifying. Exactly. Like and we're not going to be expecting Sergio Dest to be like doing his flicks and tricks when they're playing in Guatemala or Jamaica, when the field's purposely, the grass is a little heavier or there's mm-hmm. bumps in the field. Like that's an adjustment that people don't know about that, you know, that they're going to have to make. And sometimes the European um, base players can handle it. Sometimes they don't. And that's where the MLS guys or the domestic guys come in and like just get the job done. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, so yeah, best of luck. When winter qualifiers again? Is it next year? Uh, it no, this uh, next month. I know they come to Austin in September. They play uh, uh, Jamaica, so it's, it's a quick turnaround. So 
Uh, hopefully they're ready. Did you get tickets? I know them yeah, tickets I got. Crazy. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a get. I'm gonna get hooked up with those tickets. Shout out to uh, uh, whoever's going. Yeah, shout out to the plug. <laughs> uh, so we'll get we'll get that sorted and then try to support them versus Jamaica. And we'll see what see how they transition to you know the other teams and other games that they got. All right, for sure. All right, so it's the end of an era, man. End of an era. <laughs> so Barca recently announced, actually they announced today that Messi will be leaving the club. Uh-huh. Um, Twitter is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so the question <laughs> is, the big question, and I think we've asked this question in past shows, like where does he go next? Uh, Loki, I think there might be. I think this might be like a marketing ploy for Barca to try to like, you know, figure out a way for Messi to come back. Like, yo, see see the reaction, take a pay cut, or I don't know. Because until he signs with the new club, I, I still don't think it's going to happen. But Chelsea is Chelsea's the perfect fit for him. We got we got the pieces to transfer over if you know if we need to. Like, even though he's a free agent, so it's not like we have to give Barca anything, but you know, in order to get some of the deal done to like, or need to make some money uh, to make uh, the money to pay for Messi, uh, we have the pieces to do it. So, Chelsea. Nah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Neymar was teasing PSG. I think, you know, that could be a reunion over there. I think Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe. I mean, golly. That seems too scary. It's yeah, and they got Di Maria still. You know yeah, they're gonna, like, who, I, they're gonna have to play a two in the back, two, two, five, two, five, four. No defense, just vibes. Yeah. Just yeah. Um, Man City is obviously another one. A pep reunion. Um, they, they just, just paid a hundred million for Grealish. Imagine Grealish going that, there and getting a ten. Messi's coming over on a free though. Yeah, true. they got they got money for salary. Yeah. So. I mean, Grealish just got the number 10 and he just gives gives it up a week later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that'd be an interesting thing to see like where exactly he goes. I honestly don't don't want to see him go back to Barcelona. I think he's giving them enough. Um I always like to see, you know, what happens next. Yeah. You know, like we've seen these last few years, Messi's been tired, run down, like he's giving them his heart and soul. I think he deserves better. I think he deserves to go somewhere yeah. else and, you know, finish out his career there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited to see where he goes next. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Uh, but if, yeah. You think he goes to Italy? Nah. Someone said like AC Milan, but I don't see that happening. You got to go to a team that's like guaranteed Champions League, guaranteed like damn, uh, PSG? Yeah, I, I feel like PSG is probably probably the move. Um, I don't I don't know if his uh, his relationship with Neymar is stronger than his relationship with Pep. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he wants to relax for like the lead up to World Cup. Whereas Pep, you're gonna have him doing like three sessions a day, film study for like four hours. He's like, man, I'm tired of that. We already had that in the past. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go for the vibes at PSG. Go to PSG with Pochettino. Got the Argentinian coach. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, that's a that's a that's a good problem to have. Mbappe, Neymar, Di Maria, Messi, Verratti, Sergio Ramos. 
Marquinhos, Kimbepe. I got Ramos signed with them. Yeah, they got. Oh my goodness, they got the goal. It'll be like a old. It'll be like the Harlem Globetrotters. They got everybody out there. Yeah, it's almost guaranteed Champions League right there. Cause they've got far. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been to the final. They've been to the semis last two years. They went to the finals yeah. two years ago yeah. and then semis. Yeah, I would say, golly. Yeah. Ooh. Damn. We'll see. Yeah, we shall see. Um, all right. So let's jump into no car, yellow car, red card. Um, so for those of you who aren't familiar, no car, yellow car, red card is a rapid fire game that we play where I'll read off some news headlines. Um, it could be soccer related, pop culture related, it doesn't matter. Um, but we'll give our opinions on those headlines using the soccer card system. So no card is I agree with it or I'm cool with it. Yellow card is I can go either way. And red card is obviously I disagree or I'm not cool with that. And we'll give, um, since we don't have a guest today, we'll give, I will play today. Hey. Um, and we'll give our uh, our opinions on, we'll give a little explanation of why we gave these cards. So first up, um red card i don't have to hear it (laughs) (laughs) if you've been on twitter today uh you may have seen a post from you from the juventus women's social media account um that's very racist um it's an image of one of their players with a orange cone on her head and using her fingers to slant her eyes to mimic a person of asian descent um and as of this recording i believe the post is still up regardless of you know the millions of comments the massive ratio um saying how racist it is so what card are we giving all parties involved with this i think it's kind of a no-brainer yeah definite red cards like yo what's going on and it's always syria odd doing stuff like this like how did you guys come up with the not only the idea to do it then the wherewithal to post it like it was like okay uh it's just even the player, like, all right, yeah, this sounds like a great idea. Like, I'm gonna do this. Like, what is going on? I just, I just don't really understand. Yeah, yeah, red card, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't even really need to explain. Like, we all know why it's a red card. Yeah. Then they're gonna hit you with the like half-hearted apology, saying, "Uh, oh, we were trying to do something from a marketing standpoint and missed the, the job." The ball, blah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. All right, enough of that. We won't get that no more, Sean. Um, so next up, we all know um, that this year has been like a massive year in terms of the amount of games that players have played. So we had the entire season plus um, the Euros in the summer and Olympics. Um, and to, for example, like Pedri um, has played 70 games this season. That's just for club, um, not including country. Um and so should, should clubs be managing their players better this upcoming season? Because we're probably going to see a lot of uh, lot of injuries. So what card are we giving this situation? Um, should teams like Barca, PSG be managing their players? Um, actually, let me, let me rephrase that. What card will we give clubs, should we give clubs for managing their players this season? I would give a yellow card, uh, but like for this situation with Pedri, it's tough because he's like the next best thing come to come out of Spain. Uh, so obviously they need him for the Euros. Maybe not let him be a part of the Olympics, but beforehand 
you know, I don't think everyone, anyone thought that he was going to have as good of a season that he had with Barca this season. So probably Euros wasn't in the question. And you can only do the Olympics, you know, every so often. So it was like, it was just like a, a by chance situation. But hopefully moving into the next season, he gets a long break after the Olympic finals. I'm not sure when it is. Um, and he gets to show up to preseason late and, uh, you know, take some time because 70 games over the course of the season, jam-packed because of, you know, COVID rescheduling and different things like that. Um, these legs, th- these these miles add up. You know, you're going to see a lot of soft tissue is- injuries over the course of the year with some of these international players that played the whole league season and the international tournaments and friendlies and different too. things. like. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah, you need some rest at some point. Yeah, Richarlison for Brazil played uh, Copa America and the Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> on, on top of the Everton season. So yeah, um, I'm gonna give it a yellow as well, um, because I think the cap should have been put on them before they even got to this point. Um, yeah. So under, understanding what guys have miles on them and what who who doesn't, and not allowing them to play um, all these games, especially from a federation standpoint. Like, there's no reason why you should have dudes playing, you know, Copa America and the Olympics or yeah. allow, or being allowing that. So I give it a yellow. Um, so now, now it's now it's in the club's boat to manage these players. Um, so it's, it's not 100% fair to them because now yeah. you're potentially jeopardizing their season um, by having like, you know, a big player out for X amount of time or having to manage their minutes. Um, so yeah, yellow, yellow on that one. Yeah. A shout out to Danny Elvis, by the way, 38 ball in Olympics finals. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. How, wait, how, how the hell is he still playing for the Olympic team? Uh, you get, you get three overage players. Okay. Yeah. Um, that shit is funny. Like Richarlison came in <laughs> bagging hat tricks in the first 30 <laughs> minutes. Like shit is not fair. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> not fair at all. Um, All right, last last one. Um, so Harry Kane's not showing up to training. Um, I guess he's for, trying to force a move um, away from Tottenham, uh, and he hasn't received much backlash for this. And Rio Ferdinand pointed out um, that the energy would have been different had this been somebody like Paul Pogba. Um, so what card are we giving English media um, for their treatment of this Kane situation? Hmm. Or, or, uh, lack, or lack, lack of thereof. Yeah, I'd say red card. Uh, like they are so uh, wishy-washy when it comes to who they're gonna like protect and who they're not. And let me not actually say wishy-washy. They're so like direct, actually, in like who they Clearly support. And who they, yeah, it's a lot of bias there. And yeah, like Kerry Kane cannot do any wrong. Not to say that he's not a good player, um, but like the way they treat him is like. Nah, compared to like if Sterling were to do that or if Pogba were to do that. As a player, I'm, yeah, all for saying like, yo, you know, try to force your move or get what you want. But to the standpoint of like not showing up for training, um, I don't think you have to do that. And, you know, it's not really about Kane in this situation, about the media. You know, keep it, keep the same energy across the board. You know, that's all I say. Yeah, red card. Um, clear bias. Yeah. Kane is Kane can do no wrong in their eyes, and I can't stand dude. So yeah, yeah, he does, he does come off as a little, a little bit of a. I can't stand him for multiple reasons. <laughs> being an Arsenal fan and playing for Tottenham, and I don't like his dirty play. 
Yeah. I don't like, I don't like how, he's un- how he undercuts guys during aerial duels um, to draw fouls. Yeah. He's going to break somebody's neck one day, and he never gets caught on it. So, trash. <laughs> <laughs> Super trash. A red, no, red no. card. Don't don't be making concessions for this dude. He needs to he should get the same treatment as everybody else. Yeah. You know he, he under he he was mid during the Euros. You know what I'm saying? Um like no re, get your ass out there and train, bro. Like yeah. be, be be a leader, be a, be a captain and train until you get the move you want. You know what I'm saying? Prove yeah. that you're you're committed to the team that you're at until I mean this ain't the NBA. We're not doing holdouts. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. That'll be interesting. Uh, I think probably negotiation might have got quiet with Messi's news, uh, but we'll see. Yeah, crickets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Messi, Kane. Messi, Kane. What, yeah. What would you pick? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's it. That's our show for this week. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe, rate, and review. It helps us get discovered. Uh, we're growing by the day. I know last week I jumped again, said we're closer to 100. Um, but each week we get closer. So uh, keep supporting us. It means a lot. Follow us on the socials at Two Cents FC. Check out our merch at Two Cents Sports.shop. As you can see, L is rocking the hat right now. Make sure you get yours. Um, and if you enjoy the show, consider dropping us a donation using the link in the description. It helps support the show. It helps support the costs associated with the show. We try to give you guys, you know, the great streaming, get good guests. You know, all that stuff matters as we continue to grow our show. And then tweet us your comments all on the show. All that stuff costs money, too. Oh, uh, yeah, all that stuff costs money. You know, it's, it's, it's frugal <laughs> out here. Uh, and tweet us your comments on the show and any topics you want me or L to discuss. We're not sugarcoating anything. So if you want us to talk about, you know, topics we will talk about these topics and give you guys our unfiltered thoughts and opinions the only place you get two cents information and also before we go make sure you check out the site two sports.com we got a, a fresh feature up there on simone biles written by the homie fletcher sharp um so we're getting into our editorial bag so definitely um make sure you tapping into the site checking out the articles on the site sign up for two cents weekly which is our newsletter. So you'll be tapped in every time something drops. Um, you'll be first to know. Oh. It's all growing. It's growing. Hey, brick <laughs> by brick. Yeah. All right. So till next week. Yeah. Peace out. Peace.